This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show live once again in the Above All Handyman Services Man Cave. We are at Green Meadow Country Club for day two of the America's or Junior America's Cup for the girls. It's in Montana once every 18 years, and we've got great coverage continuing here from Green Meadow Country Club. Coming up, we're going to check in with the second round leader. She's from Southern California. We also have a Legion update on this day in history. Much more still to come on this uh, Wednesday. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. Our phone number, 406-209-1267. Our Twitter handle, at Sports, And, of course, our uh, email, Jason, at JasonWalkerShow.com. But uh, be, as we get going here, I mean, it's going to be fun. We'll give you all the leaders, what happened on day two, and uh, and much more. But we're, this guy sitting next to me on my left is anxiously waiting to get going. I think we have a, a I don't know, the camera looks crooked, but we'll fix it. Live radio, right? Or podcasting. Yeah. That that one's just a little, little, little tilted. Maybe it's us. Maybe, maybe we're the tilted. Uh, Mark Savoy, he is the uh, new general manager here at uh, Green Meadow Country Club, been on the job for a few months. And, and Mark, when you got the job, it was, oh, um, welcome to Helena. And by the way, we're hosting a big event coming up in <laughs> in July. Um, welcome aboard. But, yeah, take me through uh, your first couple months here. Well, a lot of this uh, is getting used to uh, the club, the operation, and uh, certainly learning the uh, members and there's a lot of members here, so that's going to take me a while to uh, to learn the members. And the funny thing that came up in the interview process is in my previous job was uh, the Powderhorn Golf Club in Sheridan, Wyoming. And we hosted the Boys Junior America's Cup last summer. And so oh, okay. I've got a little bit of experience with this. And a few years ago around Anaconda at Old Works was involved with that one, too. And so that was part of the interview process, and it did come up. <laughs> and... Uh, I passed that part of the test, I guess. So I, I do have a little bit of experience with this, and kind of they run the same event basically uh, every year, rotates from state to state and to Canada and Mexico also, and so you'd only see it every 18 years. And so a lot of the staff at the different they move it to different clubs too, so you would never necessarily see it at the same club. You know, it may be decades before it comes back to a club like this, and so yep. this is kind of a once in a generation kind of uh, event, and so it's very special and it's. It's a lot of fun to be involved in. Well, I got to give credit before we even get started to Nick Dietzen, the MSGA crew, but Derek Hofer and his staff here on the on the maintenance crew and the groundskeepers and the grounds. I mean, this course, and I've been out here for five years now, and I played this course for nine years. I don't know if it's ever looked better. 
Yeah. It is absolutely fantastic. Derek and his gang the last month have really killed it out here. They certainly have. Um, in preparation for this, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about prepping the course and how we can get it to, to play the best, you know, possibly can. And a course like this built, gosh, 60, 70 years ago was built for golf clubs and golf balls of that generation. And it's at tour standards certainly would be considered short. Uh, the girls played about 6,000 yards. The defense of this golf course is the greens. Yeah. Uh, the course itself is fairly flat, fairly straightforward, but the greens are the defense of this course. And so most of our focus has been on prepping the greens. And if you're around here a few, two, three weeks ago, uh, J- uh, uh, Derek and his crew were uh, verticutting and, uh, you know, light top dressing. And that was prep for the green speeds the girls are seeing this week. So what are they rolling at? I, did, I have not asked them, but I would imagine 12 plus. Wow. Uh, and for slopey greens like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was challenge. funny because as we talked with Mark Savoy, the uh, Green Meadow GM, as I was talking to some of the girls on Sunday on the putting green, they're like, hey, you know, give us give us some tips. And I said, well, everything goes sorts of tracks on certain holes and, and this and that. I said, but you want to be below the hole on literally yeah. every hole. Because I saw putts today on, on nine here. Mm-hmm. It was the girls' 18th, the last couple groups. And if you're above that hole where the pin yeah. placement was, it was gone. Yeah, it would. I mean, these are fantastic greens. Uh, I mean, they're always great, but these are the best they've ever been. Well, and the MSGA was sets up the pin placements, and uh, Derek went out this morning, and the one on seven was going to be in a real sketchy spot, and so he made an executive decision, called a couple people, and they actually moved it. And the spot they picked was very, very difficult. But the original spot was probably not going to to work. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because seven during the grind, which is our year-end tournament out here, I mean, there's the toughest pins. It's the fastest yeah. that you'll ever see this course. Um, I can only imagine what seven was like yeah. today. Yeah. So <laughs> scores went up today. Uh, pin placements were more difficult. The uh, length of the course was probably 200 yards longer than it was yesterday. And the pin placements are a little more difficult. And so... Uh, not across the board, but if you add it all up, I bet you it was probably 10%, 15% harder today than it was yesterday. A little bit of wind today, too. Yeah, well, that was funny because they were like, oh, the winds came up. I'm like, this this is nothing out here. <laughs> yeah, it's all relative. Um, yeah, if For it us. actually got windy here, these girls would have a fit. Oh, absolutely. We're talking with Mark Savoy, the general manager here at Green Meadow Country Club. It is the 44th Girls uh, Junior America's Cup. And, I mean, these girls, a lot of them are used to playing at sea level. They come up to 4,500 feet. That changes your game. That changes the, the, the approach of everything. Um, was that a factor with pin placements and tee boxes at all? Uh, I would say that was not uh, factored in uh, or considered. But I, I would say it seems like the girls are we're playing at elevation. A lot of these girls are from sea level, and I think they're getting a little tired this afternoon. I think yeah. that's maybe why some of the scores are, are a little bit higher. Uh, but I don't think that really went into factoring on, on the course setup. Okay. Um, MSGA, MSGA set that up, and I don't know that that was discussed. So how much work do you do with the MSGA and Derek Hofer and his staff to make sure it's playable, it's hard, but fair? Mm-hmm. Well, there's several meetings that go on in the months prior to this, and, and you know, a lot of it is, you know, you're looking at girls' teams that have four players. Uh, some of these teams aren't as competitive as competitive as others, and so, you know, the number three and number four players 
sometimes don't hit the ball or carry the ball, uh, you know, a great distance. The the one number one players usually rocket the ball down the fairway, but some of the others don't. And so some of the discussion and conversation was about uh, length of holes and tee placements where you have a forced carry. And um, number four was the primary one. They wanted to initially play it back, but there probably was going to be girls that couldn't clear that the, the creek up there. I can't clear it from the spikes either. Yeah, and so... <laughs> That kind of went by the wayside. So some of those conversations in trips around. And then, uh, you know, a lot of it is also the operation. How is this really going to work? We talk a lot about spotters. Where do we need to put spotters? Where uh, there might be bottlenecks out there, three, four, and five can bottleneck. Uh, And so a lot of that was part of the conversation on how the course should be set up. And then the pin placements, you know, if you make some, you know, typically for an event like this, you would have, Six easy pins, six medium, and six hard on, on any particular day. And so that can then factor into the conversation when you get bottlenecks out there. If you put three hard ones in a row where it's going to maybe play slow, you're going to probably have a little bit of a problem. And I'd say watching the girls this morning, the first tee time's 8 o'clock. The back nine's turning in almost exactly two hours. The front nine's turning in about 2.20. Okay. And so it's playing a little bit longer uh, time-wise on that front nine, and that's that three, four, and five bottleneck area, and that kind of drags it out a little bit. So that's kind of the conversations. It's not necessarily always the the playability or difficulty of it is how's it really going to flow and how's it going to move around. It makes sense because you don't want a seven-hour round like you do not at, want. The, at the yeah. Open in yeah. St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking with Mark Savoy, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. He's the GM here at uh, Green Meadow Country Club. How much work did you do with Golf Pro Chad Carlson and, and, and Jeff Heal and, and the food and beverage and, and the bar staff, the wait staff? Because there's no members, but there's volunteer. Uh, excuse me. A lot of volunteers, yeah. and you got to serve 71 yeah. kids and their, you know, their coaches. Yeah, there's upwards of 100 volunteers for this, which is fantastic. The support from the membership here has been wonderful. Um, and so, yeah, there's some planning involved. There's probably more planning with food and beverage than there is with with uh, Chad and the golf shop. Chad and the golf shop's doing the same thing every day, setting up the driving range in the morning, making sure there's golf balls, and they're moving the carts around, and then they're helping us with uh, uh, coolers on the golf course and things like that. So their end is a little bit easier than a normal tournament because all the operation stuff's been taken off their hands pretty much, except for some of this busy work and then the main focus becomes food and beverage. Uh, we did a, a barbecue Sunday night for the girls. Um, and then we roll into Monday, which is practice round day, and then um, opening ceremonies, which is really more of a food and beverage end of things. And, and the organization and planning of that uh, was pretty extensive. And each team has a flag, so we've got the flags all set up, getting that all arranged and uh, pulling that off. And then there's an opening ceremonies dinner after that. And so banquet facility here 120 in the uh, banquet room was kind of a stretch a little bit tight but uh we pulled it off and and uh so a lot of the the planning you know internally with the club is really on the food and beverage side which they've absolutely done a great job i mean i've seen you know the girls just in there crushing the food and yeah you know yesterday was the yeah. sandwich plate and today was barbecue i don't know what's on the on the menu for tomorrow but i know it's going to be good out here fajita bar tomorrow Ooh. Nice, nice. So I can have fajita if I'm out here, right? We'll make arrangements for you. I'm kind of volunteering. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll work it out for you. Okay. 
Uh, Mark Savoy joining us. I mean, the hours, the man hours that go into this thing, it's it's unbelievable. How proud of the staff are you because of everything that's happened through three days? And, it, I mean, we still have a full day tomorrow. We do. Uh, super proud of everybody. Uh, uh, you know, everybody has to pull together. We, we've had a number of staff meetings to go through what the program's going to be. And like I said, I've done this a couple times now. And so I it's the same program every time they do this. So I knew the program ahead of time, so it wasn't a surprise to me. So just com communicate, communicate over and over what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. Uh, for us, the two biggest days were Sunday, Monday, and once the event starts, we just kind of let it go. And so there's a little bit more free time to actually watch some of the kids hit and play and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up tomorrow, and we'll put this one in the books. Yeah. How, how impressed with, with these girls are you? Because there's 71, British Columbia brought three, but as the 71 golfers, I mean, their swings are almost identical. They're all pitcher perfect, yeah. and they're just amazing. These are 14- to 18-year-old girls. Well-polished as far as uh, golf swings, uh, you, you don't – yeah, they're really, really good. Uh, very impressive to see they rip at it. And there's a number of girls that are just going after it. It's pretty cool watching them tee off on number one. Uh, they stand there and look left and go around the corner, and they're clearing that corner, and they're not all hitting drivers. Some of them are hitting hybrids around that corner, and some of them are hitting three woods. That's about 250. Yeah, and so, yeah, they're, ta they're, they're taking a cut at it, and, and, yeah, it's really it's awesome to watch them play. Are you jealous of their game? Yeah, I once played at that level, but it's been a long, long time. So, yeah, very jealous. Um, in, I asked Nick Dietzen, the executive director of the MSGA, yesterday, how many of these 71 girls can we anticipate or expect on the LPGA Tour? I would anticipate six to eight of these girls we'll see on tour, and we'll keep a record of who's played here this week, and uh, we'll try to track some of the progress. Some of the stuff they put together, the um, literature that has come with this event, you can see where the girls have committed to go to college. And, USC, Illinois. Yeah, I and mean, so we'll be able to follow them through their college careers, and then we'll uh, we'll see how it goes for some of them. But there's some there's some real good sticks in this group. So hard. I've uh, I talked to some of the teams, some of the coaches, and yesterday it was we haven't seen the moose yet. Mama moose had twins. Yeah. Um, I saw the twins the other day on Sunday when I was out here playing, but. One girl from Oregon's like, I just want to see a squirrel. And we're like, just sit here a while and feed it <laughs> out of your hand. Uh, but the wildlife out here and, you know, the only thing that they really have complained about is the same thing the members complain about is you can hear it in the background. You get yeah. ready to hit a shot on certain holes out here. That train's going to blow in your backswing. Yeah, there was a young lady standing on number one tee as a train was going by this morning. I knew he was going to blow the horn right when she pulled it back. And she stood there and stood there and stood there. As soon as she drew it back, the horn went. And she went through and hit a great shot, but it's like I knew it was coming. And I, I, Knowing how it is playing competitive golf, she probably didn't even hear the train. Uh, but yeah, it, I knew it was going to blow. Yeah, it's funny because you can sit there and go, well, it's going to blow here, 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 yep. here, here. Um, and you know it's coming, like you yeah. said. But uh, it's been a great event. You guys should be very proud of uh, what you guys have been able to accomplish here with yeah. Green Meadow and the Super staff. Super proud. Uh, I mean, the ball kids, the big kids. I mean, everybody's done a fantastic job. Yeah. Jeff deserves uh, big, big kudos for the food and beverage. The wait staff has been fantastic. Um, I don't know if there could have been a better run tournament. Yeah, it's gone real well. I'm super, super proud of the effort and uh, pulling it together. And, you know, it's something different that we don't do this kind of thing every day. So it's kind of fun in a way because, you know, this is out of our ordinary. This yeah. is not a normal week. And so... 
it's kind of uh, you know it's kind of like going on tour. It's it's different. It's cool. So well, and you get to see a lot of great golfers that are much better than what we see on an everyday basis out here. Yeah, I see some really bad shots off that first tee some days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just don't watch mine. <laughs> that first shot usually goes right. Yeah, or way left into the pond. Yeah, uh, but very very proud to be out here and uh, thanks for letting us come out here and do the show. It's been, I mean, you can't beat the scenery. No, you sure I mean, can't. There's no place in Montana right now that I. The I, other thing I'm really proud of is the support from the membership. Yeah. And how they've gotten behind this. A lot of people coming out and watching. And uh, if you're listening to this today, come on out tomorrow. The leaders will tee off. The last group will be 10 o'clock. But uh, spectators are welcome. I think you'll see some kick-ass golf, man. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And and even the girls teeing off at 8. Yeah. It's, they're still really good. Oh, yeah. That, through the field, they're all really good. Yep. And anybody can go load on it. Yep. Uh, you can't tell who's winning just watching them tee off. No. They, they all have good swings, and they all rip it. And you could, I mean, even on the putting green, you see them coming up. There's some body language, like, mm-hmm. oh. I know this is not my day, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you still, she, still, I, one girl, she still shot a seventy-one. I'm like, come on, what was me? <laughs> <laughs> Must be hard to be good all yeah. the time. It's got to be boring. Uh, appreciate it. Congratulations on a, a well-run you. tournament, and, and thanks again for letting us be out here. You bet. Thanks for being here, and thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. That is Green Meadow Country Club General Manager Mark Savoy joining us here in the Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And uh, we'll talk to the second-round leader in the clubhouse. She's from Southern Cal. She's headed to USC. And we'll talk to her next here Jason Walker Show. Opening segment brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. And uh, check them out, yourcustomlog.com. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. L&P Grocery offers Boulder a convenient shopping experience, whether you're stopping in for a few things or stocking up for the week ahead. From fresh produce and meat to all the staples you need to feed your family, you'll find it here. L&P Grocery is also proud to have partnerships with local brands and carry products unique to the area. Stop by to exchange propane tanks, pick up fishing tackle, grab your prescription, or get your photo taken at the pitcher kiosk. They're delighted to be the one-stop shop for local area Boulder residents who want to support local business. Visit lnpgrocery.com and at 215 North Main Street. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. 
Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Looking for something sweet before work? How about that fresh brewed coffee? Maybe a fresh baked cinnamon roll as you head in for another great day exploring. Then look no further than the sweet spot in Boulder. Whatever your pleasure, the sweet spot has everything to fix that craving. From daily specials and rolls to tasty cookies and more. Don't forget that caramel macchiato or espresso and many more of your favorite flavors. The Sweet Spot caters to the local community and cares about providing the best treats every day. Visit The Sweet Spot on Facebook or in Boulder at 102 North Main Street. Summer, the season to work hard, play hard, the days are heating up and getting longer, the smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. We kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mobile Center, the Copper Club Casino. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Above all, Handyman Services Man Cave live on the road once again. We will be the rest of the week as well back here at Green Meadow tomorrow for the final day of the Junior America's Cup for the girls. It'll wrap up. We'll talk to our second round leader in just a couple of minutes here. And, of course, if you want to follow along, if you're not in Helena, you can uh, go to the msgagolf.org website, check out the leaders. Uh, with Golf Genius, you can also come out here and uh, just follow along and watch and have some fun and watch some unbelievable golf because that's really what it is, is unbelievable golf. And uh, these young ladies, 14 to 18 years old, have absolutely been crushing it out here. Saw 66 yesterday, another one, uh, 67 today. I mean, there's just uh, been some great, great golf being played, and we'll try to get uh see can we show the leaders today no 
not showing up again. All right. So while we look at some of the beauty here of Green Meadow, I can tell you Southern California was in a tie yesterday, eight under, with Arizona. Today, Southern Cal is alone at the top of the leaderboard as a team, 14 under total. Went 208 yesterday, 210 today. Now lead by 12 shots over Arizona, which shot a 222 today. And tied for third, Mexico and Washington. Hawaii in there in fifth, Colorado sixth. Idaho, Utah tied for seventh. Oregon is ninth. San Diego is tenth. Southern Nevada, 11th. British Columbia, 12th. Northern Nevada, 13th. Sun Country, so I believe that's Southern Nevada, is in 14th. Northern Cal, 15th. Alberta, 16. Wyoming, 17. And one shot back in last place is the team from Montana, a 490 total. And they now sit, what is that, uh, 72 shots off the pace. Uh, Let's check out your individual scores, leaders. And yesterday, the individual leader, why is that not working? Let's try this. Is this is this going to work? There we go. Uh, your first-round leader, Kellyanne Strand of Idaho, finished even par 72 today after her 66 yesterday. Six under, two shots back now of Jasmine Koo from Southern California, who has a lead at eight under. Fired a 69 yesterday, a 67 today. Grace McGovern of Arizona, that'll be the third and final pairing tomorrow, or of the pairing grouping. She's five under after firing even par today. Uh, the highest Montana girl that we have is we move down the list is down there a little bit. Let me keep pulling it up. Let me keep rolling down a little bit. It is... Where'd you go? Uh, Emma Woods tied for 50th at 16 over total, 79 yesterday, 81 today. I believe she is the highest. You also have from Montana, Kinsey Walsh, 21 over. Cadence Fisher, 36 over. We did have one DQ from Oregon today, signed a wrong scorecard. Uh, so Emma Woods actually the second highest Montanan because Macy Greenwood shot. Uh, where'd she go? I just saw her. Uh, Macy Greenwood in there. So Team Montana in last place as a team. Macy Greenwood tied for 40th. She is 11 over 74, followed by an 81 today. So. Yeah, that's uh, your scoring update from day two, which is in the books now. Day three tomorrow gets underway at eight. Final group will, the leaders will go off at about 9.50 or so. And joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline to talk about her round and where she's going to go to college is Southern California's Jasmine Koo joins us now here. Jason Walker Show. All right, sitting here with Jasmine Koo, the second-round leader. What's that mean when I say that? Well, obviously a huge honor. I mean, there are so many great girls at this field. Um, I think to be at the top after 36 holes, um, I mean, it proves to me by myself that, like, I'm good enough to be here. What's the course like today? What was the difference between yesterday and today? I think yesterday there were a lot of easier pin positions. Um, It was easy to attack at the 
pins and be aggressive. Today, not so much. A lot of the pin positions were sneaky. Um, wind picked up near the end, too. And, um, you know, it was hotter, and, like, maybe the girls are more tense today. But you shot a better round today. You shot 69 yesterday, 67 mm-hmm. today. So the wind doesn't affect you. Pin placements don't affect you either. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think I honestly just played better okay. today than yesterday. Also, I had um, on the back nine, I actually shot 29. I had a lot of putts go in. Um, yesterday, I kind of struggled with the short putts, and, uh, you know, I kind of turned it around today. What, what do you think of Jasmine as the course as a whole? Because it's... I mean, you've never played here, obviously. So, mm-hmm. so what do you think of the of Green Meadow? Well, I love it. It's very pure. Um, I mean, I'm from SoCal. There's a lot of public courses, lots of like brown grass, and here, you know, the views are amazing. Um, lots of green, beautiful scenery. Yeah. Do you catch yourself walking up a fairway or? getting ready to tee off, and you're just looking around going, man, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I took a couple pictures out there today, (laughs) for sure, yeah. That is awesome. All right, so you're 16. Mm -hmm. You've already committed. You don't graduate for a couple more years. uh, What, Cerritos High School? Cerritos High School. But you've already committed to USC. I have. And Justin Silverstein, tell me why. Well, USC is very local. I've been there with me and my family a couple of times. You know, I just, like, love the college. And uh, first couple of days I talked to him, we just bonded really well, and I thought, oh, this is the right school for me. And so I made my decision early, and I it was a good decision. Obviously, uh, you, you're really good at golf getting to this point. You've been playing for about eight years. What's been the best part of golf for you? Um, best part of golf, I think my friends. I've made a lot of friends in this golf community and, you know, I'm so grateful for them. It's it's, when I play a tournament, I think it's like one of the things I look forward to is seeing my friends. Um, But also like just that feeling that you get after a good day. It's like it's you can't you can't replace it. And I think I practice. I strive for that feeling. Which okay, so you're a what seven handicap? Around, yeah. Uh, So to go under par at Green Meadow two days in a row, that's pretty impressive because it's a tough course. It is. Like you said, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your all-time lowest round? It's uh, 61, no, 63, 9 under par. It was at a Coral Mountain Golf Club. It was crazy. It was like, I think it was a two-day event, shot 13 under. Mm. Um, First day, I was like 4 under through like nine holes. Okay. And I just like. I hit the brakes, and I was like, some reason I just couldn't do on the back nine. And the second day, I go up there, and I shoot five under the front nine. And I'm like, wow, like, I did it again. But then, you know, the back nine, I, like, learned my lesson, and I kept going. So that was really cool. Talking with Jasmine Koo, the leader in the clubhouse after round two of the Girls Junior America's Cup. Is this your first time playing on it? No, I played last you year. You did? Okay. Where was it last year? Or uh, Idaho, right? Idaho. How'd you finish? I played well. I shot one under par, finished high 10th. Okay. Your teammate won it, though, right? My teammate did win it. She, <laughs> she played really well. Kylie Chong, your defending champ, and uh, she has yet committed. You yeah. trying to You trying to get her to go with you? <laughs> Can you say that? Coach isn't here, so. Um, well, I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna hear this, but yes, I would love <laughs> Kylie to play with me. What is it about your team that mm-hmm. you guys? I mean, you're so good as a team, and it's an individual sport. But 
you're keeping team scores here. So how how why are you guys so good together? I think um, we just have known each other for such a long time. And, like, we know each other's games. We know how to cheer each other up. And I think, like, how close we are is, like, really helping us. And, like, that's just part of it. These girls are just really good golfers. They don't need much help. And I think that's really it. They're just really good at the game. Uh, you're pretty good, too. Um, <laughs> when you look, Obviously, Erica Lee, Elise Lee, Jasmine here, Kylie Chong, the defending champ. Um, how much work do you guys put in on a daily basis? So, like, yesterday I know all the, there's still teams out here now practicing on the driving range, the putting, oh, yeah. and the chipping. How much work do you do after a round like today? After a round, um, well, recently I have not been, like, working so hard after a round. Um, I think that's because I've been working more on, like, resting, like, preparing my body for the next day. But definitely, like, I would putt after a round um maybe i would hit like a few drives just like anything that i didn't i wasn't satisfied with on the course but i would not practice for over an hour okay. but at least like at least 30 minutes depending on like how i'm feeling and like yeah so you go 67 today are you happy with that yeah i mean i shot <laughs> i mean 67 um well, actually, like, my back nine was great. I shot, like, 29 on the back. Yeah. But um, in the front nine, I actually had, like, a stretch of, like, three. I think I went, like, three putt, three putt, four putt, three putt. From, like, they were all within, like, one or two putt range. I think, like, that, if I just didn't do that, it would have been, like, course record almost. Like It could have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, which would have been cool. Yeah, it definitely would. Do you have any course records? Um, I mean, when I shot nine or nine under, that was like the ladies course record, yeah. but not like the actual one. Gotcha. Um, and obviously you guys get to play everywhere, but what, what's, what's your favorite place to play? That, that would be my home course, Candlewood Country Club. Um, it's this club in Whittier, California. I just, it's just like home. Um, I just love that course. It's very difficult. It's, I rarely shoot under par over there and, uh, yeah, everybody's like, amazing and you know the the people members i shot a 67 out here once and then i went on the back nine and it wasn't pretty good <laughs> um so good job on that uh we're talking with jasmine Koo here on the mike miller state farm hotline all right you guys got to go on the uh the, the gates of the mountains tour last night on mm -hmm. the boat. what was that like how cool was that oh that was so beautiful um well like i've never really seen anything like that mm -hmm. and it was just like I think it was, like, two hours long or something, but I was just, like, I lost track of time because of how beautiful it was. And, like, the guy who was talking, um, the pilot was talking about, you know, just, like, what happens, like, stories, and I was like, wow. Like, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's informative. Mm -hmm. um, is Montana your favorite state to visit now? It could be, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> your coach is over here laughing. Um, <laughs> And so what's next for you after this? I mean, you got the tournament tomorrow, you guys mm -hmm. go home this weekend, and then what's next? Well, I go home for actually, like, one day, okay. and I have this uh, junior PGA championship coming. Mm -hmm. So I'll play that. Hopefully I play well in it. I mean, my game's looking very well, very good. So um, have, I have high hopes for that event. And then um, hopefully I'll search for more amateur events, and we'll see. Do you, how many rounds do you play about a year? A year. I mean, I play almost every day. 18 holes almost every day, yeah. Wow. I think I lean more towards, like, playing 
taking a cart, going out, playing 18, rather than, like, I don't know, hitting, like, 300 golf balls on the range. I feel like it's just more productive. I agree with you. I absolutely 100% agree. I can. I feel like I hit it great on the range, and then I go out in the course and I don't. Yeah. So why waste all my good shots out on the range? Yeah, and it's just more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so much more fun to like go out there and like play golf. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, eight years playing the game. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite moment? Take out the 63. All right. My favorite moment. Um. Oh, I gotta think about this one. Oh, actually, at the Wyndham Cup, I played the Wyndham Cup last two weeks ago. It was, like, the East versus West. Um, we were, like, three down through 14. We were, like, three down to f- with four left to play. Um, alternate shot makes alternate shot. My partner hits it to, like, 10, 8 feet, and my putting wasn't, my putting wasn't great. And um, there's, like, 40, 50 people watching, and I step up there. We're, like, three down. Um, they have a putt, they put it in for par, and I just, like, go up there. I dead center in the heart make the end hole. Everyone's like, oh, my God, and they're <laughs> cheering. And that's just, I don't know, that moment was just so special. And then everyone went on to the next hole, and we ended up tying the match. Oh, nice. So it was clutch, and, yeah. That's your favorite moment, though? I mean, that's the one that I could think the of. The most recent. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, that was, that was right. special. How many hole-in-ones do you have? Hmm. I have... Maybe like five or six. You're 16. I've been playing this game 30 years. <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, really? No. I mean, hole-in-ones are like almost luck, really. Yeah, but you're skillful. <laughs> okay, longest hole-in-one you've made. Longest hole-in-one I've made. Um, Did you t- guys, golfers remember every shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Longest hole-in-one I made, there was a, I think it was at Temecula Creek. It was, uh, it was a Toyota Tour Cup with SCPGA. Um, it was like 173. No, no, not three. Something, 170-something. And I took a foreign and I just hit it. And I, it was just like, I don't know how to say You know those one of those shots where you hit it and it's like you felt like you hit nothing? Oh, yeah. It was so pure. And I was like, wow, and it's like going straight. And then, so I look away because I'm like, oh, it's like good. And then, like, um, my my playing partner, she just raises his arms. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what? And she's like, you made it. How old were you when you got your first hole-in-one? My first hole-in-one, um, it was actually pretty late. I think it was, like, 13 years old. Okay, so do you have any this year? No. Not yet? Still waiting for one. Okay, you know, there's really good chances on the five par threes out here. Yeah. Can you, okay, can you drive some of the par fours out here? Oh, yeah, I actually drove two of them today. <laughs> Um, uh, hole 14 and, oh. um, is it hole two, three, four? Four. 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 Four was weird because, uh, I asked my playing partner to measure and I was like, she was like, it was 280. And I was like, all right, I can hit. And I hit and it went, went on the green. The people on the green putting, they were just like <laughs> tracking my golf ball. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That is, that is super funny. All right. W- take me through tonight. Mindset tonight. <laughs> As you head into tomorrow, because you won't tee off till like 9.50, you're in that last group. So mm-hmm. what's your mindset going to be for the next 12, 15 hours? Well, um, I came to this tournament to have fun. So um, tonight I'll just have fun with my teammates. Um, we'll get my practice in a little bit first and then have fun, eat dinner with them. Um, and, you know, get in some good rest. And tomorrow I'll be like, all right. Um, it's it's go time, you know. Two shots, it's a good advantage, and I think I just need to keep 
my confidence. Like, I have good confidence. I think I just need to keep that going. Okay. What do you guys do for fun? Do for fun? I mean, we were going to go bowling today, but, like, we'll see if that happens. I think Oregon was going out there. Oh, maybe. Competition. Well, I'm, I'm not good at bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I scored, like, a 54. Well, yeah. hey, a 54 out here would be really good. Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah, <laughs> that would basically guarantee the victory. Um, I don't know if it's even possible out here. Um, but what else do you do besides golf? Is that just it? Um, well, actually, I joined my high school swim team. Okay. So I've been swimming for a long time. I actually took swimming more competitively than golf. I quit when I was, like, 11. I recently joined the high school swim team, and it's a lot of fun. Does that help with your golf game? I think so. It It makes me stronger, for sure, and I think that's – a really big part of golf. Average drive is how long? Um, out here it goes farther. It's probably like 270. Back at home, maybe like 250. Okay. It's different. So when you come up here from SoCal, mm-hmm. you go from sea level to 4,500 feet. Yeah. How much different is that? It's, it's with my irons, I think it's like long irons is one club. Short irons, it's a, it's depending on what club it is, it's a little less than a club. But um, also the grass here is different. I, like, compress the ball more. So um, I also have to keep that in mind when I play. That's impressive. So how much did Monday's practice round benefit you? Oh, a lot, 100%. Um, it's also not my first time playing in, like, well, like 4,500 feet of elevation. So I think I did get a little bit of experience with that. Well, you were in Idaho last year, so it's, yeah, there you yeah. go. Hey, uh, good luck tomorrow. It's fun to watch you guys out here. I was watching... You're, well, you guys got here first on Sunday. I just wrapped up, and your teammates were like, hey, give us some advice. <laughs> I'm like, everything yeah. goes towards the train tracks or everything goes this way. Don't hit it right. Stay left on all the holes, mm-hmm. and you'll uh, you'll have some success out here. But um, enjoy tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your time in Montana. Good luck tomorrow, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Pleasure. It is, uh, Jasmine Koo joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She is your leader in the clubhouse after two rounds of the 44th Girls Junior America's Cup and uh, has her team in the lead as well by 12 shots, Southern California over Arizona. Arizona stumbled a bit today, four over as a team. But, uh, man, it, great golf out here, and it's unbelievable. If you get a chance to come out tomorrow, I uh, I highly recommend it. It's well worth It's free. Just come out, walk the course, and see some amazing young ladies play the, the, girl, uh, the game of golf. And, you know, we heard Nick Deaton yesterday say 6 to 10. We heard uh, Mark Savoy today say 6 to 8 of these girls we might see on the LPGA Tour in the next, uh, you know, 10 years or so, um, 5 years or so. So it's it's pretty cool to watch these young ladies um, have some fun and, and play really, really good golf. So Jasmine Koo, your leader. And appearing via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. Mike gets that. Mike treats you like family. Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena today. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. Helena coming right back. Uh, last call for phone calls, 406-209-1267. We'll also check in with uh, State Legion going on down in, Bell- in uh, Billings, the AA. We'll talk about how Helena did, the defending state champs. And we'll update you on the first couple of games. It's all coming up next here on the Jason Walker Show. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab-and-Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. L&P Grocery offers Boulder a convenient shopping experience. Whether you're stopping in for a few things or stocking up for the week ahead. From fresh produce and meat to all the staples you need to feed your family, you'll find it here. L&P Grocery is also proud to have partnerships with local brands and carry products unique to the area. Stop by to exchange propane tanks, pick up fishing tackle, grab your prescription, or get your photo taken at the pitcher kiosk. They're delighted to be the one-stop shop for local area Boulder residents who want Want to support local business? Visit lnpgrocery.com and at 215 North Main Street. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Looking for something sweet before work? How about that fresh brewed coffee? Maybe a fresh baked cinnamon roll as you head in for another great day exploring. Then look no further than the sweet spot in Boulder. Whatever your pleasure, the sweet spot has everything to fix that craving. From daily specials and rolls to tasty cookies and more. Don't forget that caramel macchiato or espresso and many more of your favorite flavors. The Sweet Spot caters to the local community and cares about providing the best treats every day. Visit The Sweet Spot on Facebook or in Boulder at 102 North Main Street. Summer, the season to work hard, play hard, the days are heating up and getting longer, the smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. <laughs> we kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun or relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one, play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place, the Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mobile Center, the Copper Club Casino. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Wednesday. It's brought to you by the Copper Club Casino. Warm staff, cold drinks, hot games. Stop in at Copper Club Casino on Euclid in Helena. Jasmine Koo leading after day two of the 44th Girls Junior America's Cup being held here at Green Meadow Country Club. Day three final round wraps up tomorrow off between 8 and then the le- uh, and 10. The leaders will go off at about 10 o'clock or so tomorrow. And in that final pairing, or final grouping rather, it will be uh, some pretty good golfers. Jasmine will be in there. Um, you'll have your uh, round one leader in there as well. Kellyanne Strand of Idaho. And then Gracie McGovern of Arizona. Those will be your final three to tee it off tomorrow here at Green Meadow at around uh, 10 o'clock or so. All right. Let's see. Got some news. Basketball news. Jovan Slavonchinin. How about that? Remember him? Standout with Carroll College. He has signed to play uh, professional. Gave up his... uh, COVID year, his fifth year of eligibility, and uh, Jovan uh, will sign or has signed with Mega MIS Basketball in Serbia. It is the ABA League First Division featuring teams from Bosnia, Herzegovina, Croatia, Montenegro, North Macedonia, Serbia, and Slovenia. He is now going to get to play professional in his hometown of Belgrade, Serbia. Jovan, one of the greatest dudes you will ever meet. What super nice knee injury. Uh, kind of ruined his career last year in the playoffs. Uh, 6'5", senior average, 19.5 points, 10.9 rebounds, 3 assists per game. He had 20 double-doubles and uh, 52 for his career. He was first-team All-America and uh, joins just uh, four others in J.D. Solomon, Zach Taylor, Ryan Emhoff, Match Burnham, uh, Burnham in being uh, frontier or uh, first team All America, he was uh, Player of the Year in the Frontier, ranks fifth in career scoring leader uh, at Carroll. And just a great dude. 1,100 career rebounds, almost 50% from the floor, 15 point, uh, 15 points, nine boards a game. It is four years at Carroll. So, good dude, and best of luck to uh, Jovan Slavonchinin. Seriously, unbelievable. Great guy. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of uh, great dudes, Marcus Wellnell has been given the number 37 legacy jersey from Jace Lewis to become the 16th player 
in uh, Montana history to where the number 37 tradition started back in 1983. Well, now, capital grad, unbelievable defensive player for the uh, Grizz, gets to wear the uh, 37 jersey next year for uh, for Montana football. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, let's see, your state AA Legion is going on. And uh, earlier today, the Senators of Helena got past Lethbridge 17-7, run ruled them. So three times they've played Lethbridge this year, the Sens have, and three times they've run ruled the Elks. Sens will play the winner of Kalispell and Billing Scarlets tomorrow. That game is uh, currently underway, I believe. Uh, let's see, Tristan Mooney, two for four, three RBI. Hunter Wallace, two for four with a couple of ribbies. Walker Bennett, two for three with a walk, scored three times, as did Hunter Wallace. Tyson Mooney had two RBI. Hunter Bratcher had, or Bratcher had two RBI as well. So uh, And Helena got good pitching. I mean, not great. You give up seven runs, but uh, pretty good. Uh, by the way, Kalispell Scarlets play tonight. Right now, Billings Royals, the number one seed, lead the eight seed. Bozeman Bucks won nothing through three innings. So that uh, continues through Sunday down in Billings at Dealer Park. And uh, there you go. Got to tell you, man, it is a busy week. We've got the uh, the great golf going on here with the Junior America's Cup for the girls. You've got the uh, Lewis and Clark uh, Last Chance Stampede starting this week. And tomorrow, you've got the concerts tonight, Randy Hauser and some other dude. Then you've got uh, the rodeo Thursday, Friday, Saturday, C5 Rodeo providing the stock. And, yeah. But uh, good stuff. We'll be at the fairgrounds Friday. We'll talk to announcer, the great announcer, Wayne Brooks, uh, on Friday over at the uh, Last Chance Stampede, Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds. That'll be on Friday. Uh, tomorrow, more from here. It's going to be a blast. Can't wait. Let's do, uh, by the way, the, uh, this segment brought to you by the Copper Club Casino. Let's do On This Day in History. It is... July the 27th, it is National Creme Brulee Day. It is National Love is Kind Day. It is also National Scotch Day. Not a big fan of scotch. And I know I'm, I'm, my family's Scottish, or my tradition, the history, goes back to Scotland. I'm 34% Scottish. Um, but I'm not a scotch drinker. Never have been. I tried it a couple times. Just It tastes like a, a hospital smell. Now, if some scotch brand wants to advertise on the show, I'll drink the hell out of it. Absolutely. Uh, it is also National Korean War Veterans Armistice Day. On this day, 1953, North Korea and the United Nations signed an armistice to stop fighting and divide Korea at the 38th parallel. And I know I've showed this picture before, if I can uh, get it to pull up again. Um, where are we at? But uh, my grandpa, Bob, fought in Korea. And was wounded in Korea, had his hip shot out. And I never got the chance to ask him about it. I was I was 11 when he passed away, but definitely a hero. My son is named after my grandpa, uh, Robert, Bob. Uh, middle name's a little different, but uh, I don't know why I can't find that pick right now, but uh, I'll keep looking while I talk about it. But yeah, Grandpa fought in the Korean War, had his hip shot out, and he, while he was in uh, Germany, recovering, that's my grandpa in the hospital bed, Grandpa Bob, met General MacArthur. 
and it's a it's a long. I mean, that picture was actually in the newspapers across the country. But uh, Grandpa recovered from that, passed away in 1987. But super good dude, super great dude. Taught me a lot, a lot. So miss him every day. Uh, but Korean War ended today. 1946, Boston Red Sox Rudy York hits two Grand Slams in one game. He had 10 RBI. 1947, Yogi Berra started a record 148-game errorless streak at catcher, which is so tough to do. I mean, think about it. Catcher's involved on every play somehow. 1959, on this day, William Shea announces plans to have a baseball team in New York City in 1961. It happened in 1962. They became the New York Metropolitans, also known as the New York Mets. And it was named Shea Stadium. 1988, Tommy John commits a record three errors on one play. Uh, happy birthday today, Jordan Spieth, the great golfer, Masters champ, U.S. Open champ, British Open champ, born in Dallas, Texas. And uh, let's see, also on this day in 1890, Joe Tinker was born. You remember Tinker's to Evers to Chance with the Cubs? T- uh, Joe Tinker was born on this day in ni- er, 1880. He passed away on this date on his birthday in 1948. That is on this day in history. And now we do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. Best Cajun food this side of New Orleans. Uh, i got to tell the girls uh, tomorrow. Go to Cafe Zydeco, get some dinner, and uh, enjoy Cafe Zydeco. Yeah, good stuff. Love, love Miss Lou and the gang over there. Stop in, tell them I said hi. Tell Miss Lou I said hi. Uh, Let's see. Good times today. Fun times. Uh, Normally we have Alex Eshelman on the show but uh, on Wednesdays, but she's at the State A Legion Tournament down at Medina Field in Belgrade, so couldn't break away today. We'll get her back on next week. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll be back here at Green Meadow as we talk to uh, the winner and uh, hopefully somebody from Team Montana as well and go from there. But it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Hope you join us. Had big fun today talking to Jasmine Koo. She joined us. Uh, that's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Stop in. Dinner's Done Right. Get your dinner to go tonight um, or your lunch tomorrow. And check out their cooler. they got really cool coolers that cool your food, but then they also heat it if you plug it in to your um, – car adapter. It's really cool. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. I think that's about it. Thanks to Mark Savoy for joining us as well, general manager here at Green Meadow. Thanks to Green Meadow for their hospitality. Thanks to the girls, the teams, the coaches, volunteers. It's been a lot of fun. We'll do it again tomorrow right here at Green Meadow Golf Course. Jason Walker Show. You can watch it anytime. JasonWalkerShow.com if you missed anything. Look at those views. See you back here tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for more great fun. We wrap up the 44th Junior Girls America's Cup right here in Helena. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you back here 4 o'clock tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.